Oh, come on, if you're able physically, stand to your feet and put your hands together and just love the Lord today to the best of your ability.
Amen. Praise the name above all other names, the name of Jesus. Glory to the Lord God of heaven. As we begin to enter into praise and worship today, I want you to think about the statement that I'm going to try to make. Whether God answers my prayers or not, He is righteous. If He withholds His hands from helping me in my situation, He is righteous. His ways are far above my ways. And even though I may not understand or like or agree whatever He does or doesn't do, He is righteous in that. So wherever you're at today, you're still praying about something and it hasn't happened. Maybe you should just tell the Lord, you're still righteous. Whether it ever happens or not, God, you're righteous. Whatever decision or choice he makes in my life, he's right. I think he says this, let every man be a liar. We know that God cannot lie. All his ways are perfect. Amen. That may help some of us. may help me. When things don't change the way we want them to, situations still stay the same. Our struggles sometimes even get harder. All his ways are perfect. Let's worship the Lord in song today. You can come forward. You need prayer. We'll be glad to pray with you. You can be seated, whatever you feel led you do. Good to have all of you here. Good to have Dorinda's mother with us today. Amen. And a friend of hers that goes to church. Good to have you all. Amen. Let's worship the Lord today.
my, 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 my. Oh, hallelujah. I'm grateful for the presence of Almighty God. Hallelujah. I'm grateful that he's here, the one and only God. I'm thankful that his angels. Thank Hallelujah. My God, my God. Are here as well to encamp about us, to minister to those that will allow it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Whatever he does or doesn't do, for me in my life, he is still righteous. Yes. He is still worthy of my praise. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. Let's sing unto the Lord. Worship from the depths of our soul. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Have your way, Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to invite those to come to the altar if you really, truly want a blessing today. Just come, close your eyes, lift your hands, and wait on the Lord. Depending on your heart, depending on your heart, nobody's going to come down and pray. You just lift your heart, lift your hands, let's see what the Lord will do. You want a blessing today. i not on my own understanding. My This mountain with my hands 
person, dollar, could ever, ever come close to doing. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Waiting on the Lord to see what direction we need to go. God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. We're going to change things up today a little bit. You can return to your seats for just a moment or two. Ensemble, be ready. We're going to continue to worship here after the announcements and we receive the offering. We're going to sing more than just the offering song. Yes, Lord. Amen. I appreciate the presence of the Lord. Yes. There's not one of us here deserve his presence. That's right. Not one of us. Amen. But yet he showed up. I should say he allowed us to show up in his house. Amen. Amen. And he graciously came out to meet us. What a God we serve. Amen. What a God we serve. I'd like to, I'd like to do something a little different in the announcements here in a moment. We all know about our church retreat camp coming up June 28th, 29th, and 30th. You know about the expectation requirements out there. Please pick one up. If you haven't, you know about the registration form. And again, if you're not eating on camp, you're bringing your own food, you can put NA there, but I need that. I need that by the end of this month. If you're going to eat the camp food, I need you to go ahead by the end of the month, pay for every person and your family, seven and up, $50 a person for all seven meals. And so let's see if we can get this done. Appreciate the T-shirts. We should be making an order very soon. And I appreciate your effort on that. Amen. Uh, 
we're going to have a very short meeting, the ministry, right after church today in my office. And so we're going to meet uh, in my office right after the Lord gets through whatever he does. Also, remember, the last Sunday of this month, we're only having one service. That's the morning service. However, that evening, if, if hopefully I'll get some help, but, but I really want to have a fellowship here at 5 o'clock. You bring the trimmings and the drinks, and we'll provide either the hamburgers or hot dogs, however. Okay? Amen. Amen. Hopefully you will participate, if you can, if you can. Amen. Amen. And so that kind of springs board me into another thing that I want to do. I don't know if I've done it as much as I should, but, you know, for two years or so, we've been in what they've called a pandemic. And a lot of churches just basically shut down. We, we kept going. And we kept having fellowships the best that we could. Amen. We really did. We've had some great, great fall fest, especially last year was over the top. Yes. Thank everyone that is helping and supporting in that. Then we had a Christmas banquet. And then we continue to have fellowships occasionally right after the Sunday morning service with an inexpensive meal to try to help our students go to conference, which they did, and they had a wonderful time. And we're going to continue to have these fellowships as we can. And so I'm just glad that we didn't stop. Amen. We just kept on having them. Amen. 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 And, and really, we did. Even if we had to open the doors or we eat outside, we continue to have those fellowships. And so I want to say thank you to all of those that helped and coordinated those and helped put them on. Thank you very, very much. And we are going to continue to do so by the grace of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Again, we're going to have a fellowship at the end of the month, 5 o'clock that Sunday. You all bring the trimmings, drinks, juices, water, so forth, and we'll provide the hamburgers or hot dogs, okay? Sound good? Amen. Five o'clock. Yes, Brother Charles. Hands are praising. What time? Four o'clock. Thank you, Brother Charles. I've been doing some praying about a situation. It's been a good situation. It has been a blessing over the years. But the Lord has really dealt with me. Really has. I've been praying since Wednesday evening, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Continue praying this morning. And I know it's going to disappoint some of you, but I just I have to do what the Lord has laid on my heart to do. And that is the Welcome Center. And I want to thank Sister Dolores and Sister Phillips for all their effort. But actually serving the food and the drinks and everything will be closed for a while. The Welcome Center is still open for Sunday School, Bible Jeopardy, but the Welcome Center serving is closed. Okay? All right. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm trying to see if there's any other announcements. Yes, Brother Charles. Oh, Sister Lily, happy birthday to you. Any other birthdays? Any other birthdays in May? If your birthday is in May, happy birthday. My wife's birthday. Did you raise your hand, Martimer? Martimer's birthday. We got Rose's birthday. All right. All right. All right, we got some more over there. Happy birthday to all of you Amen. in the month of May. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to also say I heard good reports of the ladies' conference. Glad that all the ladies got back. I heard that Brother, excuse me, Evangelist Simmons, God used her very, very effectively. Amen. Praise the Lord for that. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're going to receive Sunday morning tithes and half shekel offering. You have a gift. Brother Phillips is going to come and receive that. If you're not able physically to come, he'll go back to where you're at. We're going to sing a couple of more songs by the grace of God and worship the Lord. Don't forget service tonight, 6 o'clock.
situated so good to see you today amen like to see those smiles if i can amen praise the lord there we go good to see sister lucy today amen i am going to be reading over in the book of job chapter number 13 I pray this thought will encourage you and strengthen you. I know it is working on me. As I mentioned this morning, basically he is righteous in whatever decision he decides. 
whether I think it's good for me or not, he's still righteous. Amen. Job 13 and 15 says this, though he slay me. Yet will I trust in him, but I will maintain my own ways before him. You may be seated. I'd like to try to leave this very, very simple, simple thought with you today. With or without. With or without. Now, there's probably not one person here that hadn't heard about Job. The patience of Job. I want us to remember, though, that God described this man in Job 1 and 1 this way. He was perfect. Wow. For God to say a man was perfect, wow. He was upright, and he feared God. But yet God didn't stop there. He hated, excused evil. I want you to think about that for a moment, with or without. Now, chapter 1 also tells us how rich Job was. How blessed Job was. Here was a man. We don't even know if he was Jewish or who he was, but he was perfect. Wow, I can't get over that. He was upright. He feared God and he hated evil. And then... Without Job knowing about it, without Job ever knowing basically the reason, the rug was pulled out. It happened because God had a meeting and Satan showed up and God said, where you been? And the devil says, hey, I've been going all through the earth, here and there, to and fro. And God said, have you considered, I wonder if he's ever said that to Satan about me or about you. Have you considered Pastor White? And the devil said, hey, I can't do nothing to Job. You got him hedged. He said, okay, I'm going to take that hedge away. You can just have at him, but you can't take his life. So all of a sudden, here was this perfect, upright man who feared God and hated every evil way, lost all his children, all his possessions, His health sitting in the marketplace, scraping the sores and the dogs licking his wounds. And as far as I know, the last member of his family, his wife said to him, Are you maintaining your integrity here and your perfectness and your uprightness, why don't you just curse God and die? This man was all alone. He thought. He felt. But even in all of this, 
Job maintained his integrity and never, never sinned with his mouth. With or without. Finally, as we're getting into chapter 13, we begin to see Job get a little bold with God. Basically, he was saying, though you slay me, yet will I trust you. But I'm going to maintain and present my case. Kind of like Hezekiah did when the prophet came in and said, hey, get your house in order, you're dying. He turned his face, as you know the story, began to weep and remind God Hezekiah stated his case. And before the prophet could leave the courthouse, God granted Hezekiah 15 more years. So Job got to this place where he said, okay, I don't think anything else can happen to me but death. And, and if he slays me because I'm presenting my case, I'm still going to trust him. So Job became his own attorney and he began to talk to the Lord okay basically tell me what I've done I want to know what I've done for all this to happen well he didn't get much of a reply does it work that way with you Job didn't understand the whole premise here now you you got to stay with me. This won't be a long sermon, but you got to stay with me. Job didn't understand what was really happening here. I'm going to try to explain to you exactly what was taking place. Remember, the devil told God, he's worshiping you because of his blessings. Take those away and he'll curse you with or without. Where are we? With all his blessing, he was a perfect and upright man, feared God and hated even evil. I don't read anywhere when he was without his blessing that he changed. With or without blessings, he still trusted God. He still worshiped God. He still praised God. Even in the midst of presenting his case without a response. So what about me? My level of faithfulness. With or without. How fervent am I? Things are good. And how fervent am I when things are not so good? When there's things with me and there's, whew, here we go, without. I'm going to read a couple of more scriptures and then I'm going to try to bring this in another way that maybe you can relate. John 11 and 16. Then said Thomas. Then said who? Thomas. The doubting Thomas. The one that we get on all the time because he wouldn't believe unless he saw the Lord. Here was that same man prior to the crucifixion making a bold statement. Jesus was about to go and raise Lazarus. And all the disciples knew that they were seeking the life of the Lord. And so he said, let us also go that we may die with him. He said, okay, let's just go. He's stubborn. You know, God is, I wouldn't call him stubborn, but you, you're going to be hard-pressed to change his mind. And this man said, come on, boys. He's going with or without us. Oh, my. We might as well get up and go and die with him. You're talking about loyalty. 
The next scripture we find in John, if they'll pull it up. When Jesus, therefore, saw his mother. He was on the cross, about to die. He looked down and saw his mother. Now, I want you to know, there's a passage that says, once Jesus was taken in the garden, all his disciples left him. Something happened to this one disciple. Because when he looked and saw his mother and the disciple standing by, standing by at the only one there, beloved John. Yes. I want you to understand something. Why was John there and the others ten? Well, of course, you know, Judas was dead, but the other ten weren't. I'll tell you why. Because at the Last Supper, the beloved John was the only one. Look at me. With his head on the heart of Jesus. He had the heart of Jesus. He had the mind of Jesus. He was the one saying, okay, I love you, Lord. I want to know your heart. And so he put his head on his heart. He was the only one after forsaking him. So wait a minute. What's going on with or without? With or without, I'm going to the cross. While the others were in hiding, because he wanted the heart of God. With danger or without danger, I'm going to follow him to the cross. Come on now, somebody. You're thinking too much. Evidently, this message is really coming home to where we're at because if we're not careful, we become a with follower instead of a without follower. When it's hard, where are we? When it's good, there we are. I don't want to be that way. I want to be like the Apostle John and have my head on the heart of Jesus Christ to know the mind of Christ that whatever I've got, however it's going, no matter the heartaches, no matter the situations, I want to follow God. And you're looking at me and I hear some of you, oh, pastor, you have no problems. Oh, if you only knew, you have no clue. But I've made up my mind. I said I made up my mind. With, with everything good, I'm going to praise him. Without everything being good, I'm going to praise him. If things are against me, I'm going to praise him. If they're for me, I'm going to pray. I've got to know the heart of God. The only one at the cross, no other disciple was there. Basically, he says, Mother, behold thy son. Son, behold thy mother. Can you imagine what a blessing that must have been? Because he was there in the midst of danger of his own life. Newsflash. Newsflash. He was the only original apostle that didn't die a martyr's death. Now, he was exiled, but he didn't die a martyr's death. Where are we at today, truly? Where are we at? Where are we at? Let me bring some some basic things to us. I feel good in my body. I think I'll go. I don't feel good in my body. I think I'll stay home. Hello? I got tons of friends of church. I'm going. Things are pretty hard at church, you know. I I feel kind of alone. I'm going. Or are you staying? I'm trying to bring this home. 
Now, the next one I'm going to use, most human beings don't care to hear this, but it's biblical. I got plenty of money. I'm going to do it. Money's tight. So I'm not giving. It's not the amount you give. It's the heart of giving. Let me say that again. It's not the amount you give. It's the heart of giving. So I'm saying to myself today, with or without, with money surplus, I'm giving. When it's tight, I'm giving. It's not about the amount. It's the heart. I want the heart of God. I want the same heart as Jesus Christ, the man that went to Calvary. Look, some of you are really not getting this. No matter the hardships, you've got to be the same in season, out of season. You've got to worship him and maintain your integrity. You've got to strive to be perfect and upright before the Lord. No matter what's going on in your life, with or without. With a bad report from the doctors, I'm coming. Yeah, you, you surely will. <laughs> Pastor, pray for me. But then no healing comes, and then I don't see you. Without the healing, I'm coming. Without the good report, I'm coming. You see, there's times. There's times, me, you, me, I wonder, God, you've answered other prayers. Why does this keep on and on and on and on and on? And the Lord told me, Today, really stressed to me, I'm righteous. If I make that decision to withhold my hand, I'm right in doing so. And you know what? He is. He is. If I have to suffer in death, he's righteous. If I die in my sleep, he's righteous. Are you getting any of this? It doesn't matter what I face, what he does, what he doesn't do. All his ways are pure. All his ways are perfect. I've got to get the mindset with or without. With friends, without friends. With help, without help. Now, I would say with joy, without joy, but you don't have joy. That's your problem. Because you can have that peace even when you're in a situation like because you've never been where Job has been. You, you've never truly been where Job has been. You may have lost some children or grandchildren. You have made lost some possessions, but you haven't lost it all. With or without. Now, in closing, Brother Brown, find my daughter, unless she's gone to the appointment. Okay. With or without, there is a motto. You're going to know this motto. The Lord just gave it to me to use today. Sempai Fidelis. Semper Fidelis. I hope that's the way you say that. Always faithful. It's a Latin term that the Marines use. Beautiful motto. It should be incorporated in the church of the living God. Let me go on and give you a more definition of this Latin term. An external and collective commitment to the success of our battles. The progress of our nation, not the U.S., but the kingdom of God. And the steadfast loyalty to the fellow soldier we fight alongside. Where is that at? Oh, if you go my way, Sempai Fidelis. But if you don't go my way, 
You're in a different army. If you do things that I like, you're in my troop. But if you don't, you're in the enemy's troop. That's why the church of the living God struggles. Because we're not with the mindset, with or without. Regardless of our my, can I just use me because you won't like it. My, which I shouldn't have any, but we're human. My stinking opinions. My stinking thoughts. You're still my fellow soldier. And together, we'll have great victories. But individually, we're going to struggle and struggle and struggle. And there's one thing about an army. If they are to be effective, they can't just get in their little groups. They got to be one platoon. With or without, whether somebody, I'm going to just say this right now, whether somebody's a tithe giver or not, I'm rooting for them to stay in the church and continue to pull close to the heart of God. I'm not agreeing with what they're doing. I'm not saying it's right. But at the same time, I'm rooting for them to get it right with God, take up that sword, and let's fight the devil, the adversary of our soul. Because he's still, still saying to God, accusing us every day before the Lord. That one doesn't serve you the same when you take things away or when you allow the things to be taken away. There's a difference in their mindset. They complain more. They do this more. They don't do that more. But, oh, when things are going their way, look at them how red hot they are in worshiping. I'm telling you, I don't want to be that one. I want the devil to say to God, that man, no matter what I take, no matter what I withhold, he's going to worship you and dance before you. He's going to pray and believe you no matter what it is. That's where we've got to be. If you want to see revival, that's where we've got to be. You've got to put down your agendas. You've got to put down your walls and understand with or without, I am a soldier of the Lord. Soldiers don't always get orders from their commander that they like or agree with. But they better obey it if they want victory. We could see so much more. If we could somehow become a United front that every one of us would have the mindset of Job. God already knows how you're doing today. He definitely knows how I'm doing. He knows how I'm feeling in my body. He knows what I'm thinking in my mind. He knows my spirit. But he says, listen, what are you going to do, with or without? Am I still number one? still going to love your brother and sister even when they do good or when they do not so good because you see none that doeth good no not one I'm just like you and you're just like me we may not look the same on the outside inside we wrestle with the same things so why don't we recognize that and begin to spiritually join hands let's make a difference in our community 
And if the preaching comes in correction, thank you, God. If it comes in encouragement, thank you, God. If it comes in a rebuke, thank you, God. If it comes that you're doing well, thank you, God. In everything. Come on, somebody. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ concerning you. It doesn't matter how the service affects me, how the message gets a hold of me. Thank God I'm giving you thanks for it. It doesn't matter how it's being preached. I'm giving you thanks for it. If we could somehow put down our personal agendas, take up the agenda of our nation, not the United States, we could see this place packed to overflowing. God has already taken this church over these 20 plus years and made it a multicultural church. So what else can he do with us? You might have a view that says, what, are you still following? Why don't you just start complaining with us? And you need to say what Job said. Job said it, I didn't say it. You talk like a foolish person. God is the same in good times or bad. I'm glad he is. Because I'm going to be honest. Can I be honest? Yeah, I'm going to be. I'm going to be vulnerable. Maybe you can identify with this. I'm not always the same in good or bad times. I'm going to tell you that right now. There's some times I get a little grumpy. No way. Is that true? There's some times when things are really hard, I get a little snappy. But him, he's the same. And when I learn, when I'm snapping, and I'm grumpy, I'm going to praise him anyhow. I'm snappy, when I'm grumpy, I'm going to love you anyhow. We do that. Yes, sir. I mean, God is so good. Brought a man all the way from Alaska. Gave him the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Baptized him in Jesus' name. Oh, my. Feeling the presence of the Lord right now. Stand to your feet. Put your hands together with or without. We've got to make up our mind. We're going to stand with one another. We're going to love one another. And we're going to worship God. We're going to worship God whether we feel like it or not. We're going to shake ourselves off. And we're going to get a hold of God and magnify the name that is above every other name. The altars are open. You want to come, spend a moment. You're more than welcome. Don't forget service tonight, ministry, just a short meeting. The Lord bless each and every one of you.